This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago. Coming from the 606 Media Studios, this is the TCSF Podcast. We got Ivan making a comeback like Jordan. <laughs> hey, welcome back. We got Stevie B. Four or five. We got Stevie B in the house for No Water on the Weekend. How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> He's still discombobulated. And we got No, I'm good. I'm just looking up stats real quick. Okay, for, uh, good. We got JC, our fanny fantasy, not Penny, fantasy football guru. <laughs> hey, 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 he might be. He might be a patty, a patty fantasy guru. <laughs> well, I lost this week, so <laughs> Wow, it's it's gonna be a wild and crazy episode. Episode 172 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go over the Grit Clothing Code gritclothingco.com and uh, get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and uh, use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your shirts now. Gentlemen, it's been a wild week. How you How you guys been? It's been pretty busy. Uh, I can give you that. You've been on the cushion a lot. Yeah, always. <laughs> always. Always on that cushion. <laughs> We're talking about... Uh, toilet seat cushion so oh if they you know, listen they get the reference and if they don't they better go back and listen that, that's how we do there it here <laughs> ivan <laughs> ivan man you've been gone for a couple weeks how you been i'm good i feel i feel good to be back uh have had some things i had to take care of obviously with the bears being on uh monday night i was gonna definitely gonna have to put in a pregame show with the network and stuff like that so i apologize for my absence no no but, need, uh, no need. But yeah, man, I'm glad to be back. Like, there's a lot to talk about. Actually, I'm very excited to talk uh, Shohei with Steven. Yeah, because, I'm excited. Like, 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 I mean, I, like we we're we're on the same page with, with with how we see this Cubs thing panning out. I feel like I uh, feel like I hope you're not I feel disappointed. Like Shohei or bus Shohei or bus is the uh, is the way to go. But yeah. if not, if not, they have the money to go ahead and actually really help out the team in other places but i want fucking show it's show hair bust for me <laughs> jc how was your week jc how, how was your week jc <laughs> oh my god uh, taking care of things for steven and uh doing which some i appreciate work. by the way thank you very yeah. much yeah i was uh able to hook him up with uh a job some tickets to see the black keys at the aragon uh, oh, whoa put in, put, in a, put in a phone call and yeah uh, wow. Hey, Ivan, I mean, what the fuck? Did we not get invited for this? I got a plus one, but I'm not taking you, though. So. <laughs> That's twice. That's strike two, sir. That's hey, man, strike two. To a nice floor seat for the Bulls one time. So Yeah, one time. <laughs> and it was a floor seat. That counts as like six times in my book. Jesus. That humble <laughs> park math over there. <laughs> well, some kind of math people do around here. <laughs> yeah, it's usually a metrics. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, this week in three and out, the Bears' last five games leave a lot to prove, and we'll discuss all of that, plus the options of uh, trades, signings, cap money. We'll just discuss it all. Three up and three down. It is 
winter meetings time. It is my it's my Christmas time. I love this time of year. The Cubs are still on Otani watch during the winter meetings. The White Sox are taking phone calls on seas, and there's three potential landing spots right now. I really hope they don't deal him. I think he's just a stud, and we can rebuild the model. But whatever, I'm not a GM. In the loop, the Bulls. Who the hell is this team winning? Who is this? It was like literally Scooby Doo. Like, Whoop. oh wow, there's a winning team under here. Oh no, yeah, we're like a home and home improvement. Whoop. Yeah, I heard you on your podcast using that. Uh, the Blackhawks continue to make it uh, to make news, and this is not a good uh, <laughs> way to make news. And we'll discuss that later on in the loop. You don't want to miss that. And what you're looking at. Uh, as we discuss what we've been watching. But first, let's talk Bears football. This is three and out. All right, so uh, let's start with first down, recapping that Minnesota game very quickly, and then we can just talk about what's going on with the Lions in second, and then move on to uh, everything else that's going on with the Bears. So, Ivan, what did you see with that? Um, ugly win in Minnesota. Uh, I think you're muted, Ivan. There we go. My fault. I saw a lot of good and I saw a lot of bad, right? Um, there was good plays from the players. There was good, excellent play from the defense. Uh, whenever your defense could generate multiple turnovers in a game. Yeah, not to mention four. Mm-hmm. Uh, you expect to get a victory out of that. You expect your offense to do enough with four turnovers to go ahead and, and generate a victory uh, from the game, but it, it was just so ill-prepared. I feel like I feel like it looked like Luke Getze was struggling to understand how to attack the, the pressure of the Vikings. I know the Vikings eventually stopped pressure mm-hmm. uh, late in the game, which is confusing to me, but Watching the Bears and how many horizontal passes they had, how many screens there were, I, I could understand the thought process, but it's just not working. It hasn't worked all year, the the, the quick screens. It, it DJ Moore is probably your best option with the quick screen. And even with him, it's a struggle. You know what I mean? Like he has to fight off defenders nonstop to, to generate any type of yardage. Um, you you almost had a, a rookie corner. Uh, uh, pretty much, he jumped the route. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for the design of the play, like let's say if Mooney was lined up directly in the backfield instead of coming, uh, or, or lined up the, directly behind um, his blockers instead of you know sprinting out to the flat and catching it like a quick it was like a quick jet screen, right? He's like running out, catches it, and then he's turning up field. I mean, the, a rookie quarterback's reading that easily. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was designed differently, he could have jumped it and took it for t- took it to the house. So, like, there there's an issue with the design of the play. There's an issue with the philosophy and the um, and the game planning going into each game. It seems like every game you're trying to be somebody else, right? Instead of having something that you do well, the running game. Mm-hmm. And exploiting that to the fullest. Because if you're really good at something, either they're going to fucking stop you or they're not. So pussyfooting around the the, uh, the the that thought process 
it only hinders, you know, the aggressiveness of the team. And you want your football team to be aggressive on both sides of the football. Offense especially, because it just seems to me like you're you're playing you're playing not to lose. Like you're trying to play around and be the smartest guy on the field instead of being aggressive and saying, hey, let's just go ahead and attack. Let's try to run it down their damn throw. And if, you know, they don't run, we're not able to run it down their, their damn throw or they stop us, we'll adjust from there. Yeah. I, I, in, the, in, in the Vikings game, it just seemed like you weren't, they didn't want to lose the game. They thought they had enough. And that's just not how you win in the NFL. No, and and it just to put the cherry on on all your points. If you look at the game that uh, last night between the Eagles and the 49ers, and you look at what the offensive gameplay was, they were missing their two linebackers in the middle. So they they literally peppered the middle of the field over and over and over and over until they stopped it and they couldn't do it all game. That's what you have to do. Look at the team's weakness which would be, you know, Minnesota and now, now the Lions this coming week. What is their weakness? Where are they Where are they thin at? Who is inexperienced? And attack that weakness over and over. Make them stop you. Make them stop that. Throwing a lateral pass that, that's going to get you negative yards over and over, that is not way to, the way to do it. Run the football, take time of possession, and then that'll open up the rest of the offense. You don't have to throw those instead of running. We have a great running game. We don't do those screen passes. You only do screen passes like that over and over because you have no running game because you can't. your offensive line is not pushing forward. But our offensive line has shown growth and it has been pushing forward. JC, Steven, what you think? Yeah, so to jump in um, on X, uh, they had a basically a passing chart uh, for Justin Fields. It was 18 passes within 0.8 yards <laughs> of the line of scrimmage. Um, four four consecutive um, uh, of us having the ball. Essentially, those four possessions was 0.8 passing yards from the line of scrimmage so uh, like ivan said you either and again Devonte foreman was out of the game this week and he's the only you know roshan johnson we you know i said last week has a similar running style to uh deontay foreman herbert not really herbert dances around in the backfield a little too much for me yeah. you know you need to get upfield. you need to be a north and south runner and you know roshan is that guy but you know they're a little hesitant i feel like still with him being a rookie that they don't want to give him those touches so uh, again with deontay foreman out you know i, I think that kind of suffered with the run game for us with the vikings um but you know i, I did call the upset um and it was not the game i thought it would be um yeah you know, but, predicted wrong. <laughs> well, uh, but, for you. But to say this, I mean, there is a lot of positivity coming out right now. You know, the Bears defense the past six weeks now has been top nine, and yep. the past four weeks, I believe, they've been top five defense. Right. Um, for the past couple weeks. Now, personally, to me, Jalen Johnson needs to go to the wide receiver room and hit the jug machine. I, I can't watch this guy get a ball thrown directly at him and he just drops it. I mean, granted, he's had a couple interceptions, but you know, how many has hit him like directly in the chest, in the hands, and 
it falls to the ground and to me like dude you need to go hit the jug machine like let, let's get those hands a little better if, if you want me to pay you 25 million dollars a year i need those hands to do a little more than what they're doing right now yeah get them some stick them yeah right <laughs> Man, it looked like I just jerked off an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> little little throwback to uh, Keanu Reeves' movie. Yeah, nice. Um, I just gotta say, Santos is the real MVP of the game. You know, four kicks, four you know field goals. So you mean the uh, the one guy on offense who did his job? Yeah, exactly. The only <laughs> special guy, teams. It's yeah. special teams. Hey, when it's when you're putting up points, your offense. So, I mean, that was the only thing. You couldn't get to the end zone. You couldn't run yeah. it. Uh, I, you know, it, it was a slow game. It was hard to watch it sometimes because oh, it's like you get there and then it's like you don't get anywhere. And then you have to, you know, if I, you know what? I think next time I make a bet, I think I'm just going to put that he has to make at least three field goals a game because I think it's averaging around that. He hits a three, a three a game. So um, everything that you guys said, I agree with. I just also just want to give some, you know, some praise to uh, Santos. Even though he missed an indoor one, the first one. So indoor, I know it's really hard to kick that football when it's inside. So Yeah, we can't do it. Yeah, if we tried yeah. really hard, I'm pretty sure we could. So yeah, that's I, I wanna give I wanna give a little praise also to uh Justin Fields on that last drive. I mean, great throw up the middle to give Cairo Santos that that chance. But you know, it the more the weeks go on, the more it's becoming very clear to me. It's it's a Getsy issue more than a Justin Fields issue. Um, so, you know, we were talking last week about, you know, what do the Bears do in the upcoming draft? Right. You know, I'm, I'm leaning more and more towards keeping Justin and, you know, really getting those blue chip players to put around him. And basically, you know, fourth and fifth year option, you know, next year he's on the fourth year. And then we'll look at, you know, possibly giving him that fifth year. Um, but that's really where I'm leaning towards is, you know, get get that offensive tackle. Um, you know, we also, Ivan said he wanted a, a defensive end and a rusher. Uh, you know, the verse kid, I, I sent you guys a link in uh, the group chat. Yeah. Um, I mean, he just bulldozed uh, some kid. So you know possibly potentially somebody to put next to sweat um and make that defense hopefully even better ivan i want i agree no i no, i agree i agree with with jc it's it's to me i'm almost in the camp of why don't you just draft one anyway and keep just like in the second round but I, I don't think you need to draft the top guys. No, no, you know no, I mean? no, no, like, no. Right, right. You, you could, you could manipulate it as such. Like, you trade that first, that number one, and you go find because there's a plenty of quarterbacks of right. quality that teams want. So you can keep trading down. And, and like, yeah, you're gonna right. have a McCarthy. You're gonna have, you know, you're gonna have a Penix. Uh, you, you know, I, I've, JC had mentioned uh, him in in a in a mock draft or uh, a little while ago, but. You'll have another guy to develop. You can go ahead and say, hey, we'll give you one more shot, Justin. Another year, we'll give you an offensive-minded head coach if, you, if you're going to you know, fire Eberflus, or we're going to go ahead and get you a, a top offensive-minded uh, offensive coordinator. Like, it, it, that's, that's going to be able to develop quarterbacks. That has helped out. I think that might be Ben Johnson, but I think Ben Johnson might be looking for a head coaching job 
and not wanting to be, you know, second fiddle to anybody. He'll just let somebody run the defense and he'll want to be the head guy. If that's such, why not draft why not draft a quarterback and keep Justin Fields and work on development? Now you got three young quarterbacks. Justin will still be young in his fourth uh, fourth year. I know people are freaking out. Or, or fifth year, excuse me. I know people are freaking out like it's his career's over, He's but fine. it's not. But you have three quarterbacks that you're you're able to go ahead and take in your first year and develop them moving forward. That's something that the Bears never have had in their history, and it'll it'll go it'll prove to me that they're really trying to solve. The riddle that nobody here in Chicago seems to be able to solve, and that's a quarterback for the Chicago Bears. I, I something yeah, popped. We in. were talking. We were talking last week, and I basically said, you know, if you look back to the Washington Commanders when they drafted RG three, they went and took Kirk Cousins later on in the draft. You know, to to me, it's never a bad thing. You know, take a fourth round pick. The Packers did it a year it after year. The Packers know? did it every single year since the 80s yeah. drafted a quarterback but to jump on jc's point uh, speaking of the commanders they're going to be cleaning house pretty soon and we have a, go- a, go- a coach that's a really good defensive coordinator as we've seen the defenses improve can we go after eric the uh, eric the enemy for offense do you like his offense because he was a hot coordinator at one point too right and he kept interviewing and never getting the, I mean, the head sam coaching job sam howe was having a good year I mean, he's yeah, still, like, yeah, he's still doing for, for, well. for, for his talent, for his talent, I thought he was having a pretty decent year. He's putting up 240 um, yards a they game. Still needed a running game. They still needed a running game. And their head coach, uh, Ron Rivera was already, uh, uh, I've, he was already, ha- he, his number was already uh, called, right? It should have been called last year. He's just living on borrowed time. And it, he's probably going to get the ax this offseason. Yeah, the whole the whole so stuff. Eric Bieniemy, yeah, Eric kind of walked into a, a lose lose type of situation. But there's some things that you can like, but and there's some things that you don't like because there's a lot of games where guys like Terry McLaurin don't get catches. Guy like Curtis Samuel's doesn't get catches, and you're like, man, what the fuck is going on? Spread the ball around. Why? Yeah, yeah. The as ball as someone that owns Jahan Dotson, it's. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how miserable my season has been watching right. him. Um, but to, to me, yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if Ron Rivera gets the can, I would love to bring in Biennemi, um over Getze. Um, you know, uh, Washington has a serious problem with their offensive line, so that's you know part of the reason why their run game is horrible mm-hmm. and also part of the reason why Sam Howell, I think, now has 50 sacks and the season's not even over yet. I mean how that guy has not left the game on a stretcher yet is beyond me. Um, and he's one of my quarterbacks in dynasty. Um, you know, every game I sit there and watch and it's four sacks, five sacks, six sacks. And it, again, it, how he hasn't left on a stretcher is amazing. But uh, again, you bring in the enemy from that Kansas city style offense, you know, again, we've been talking about if, if you run a guy on a, on a, on a, uh, jet sweep or something like that you know kansas city is known for running other things off of those motions and that's what we've been talking about for a couple weeks now is you know how when we run something okay it's getsy that guy's gonna get the ball right you already know what the play is right right 
Whereas, like I said, Kansas City, um, LA Rams, um, even like Miami, like some of these teams, when they run a person in motion, they're not always getting the ball. You know, right. there's, you know, a slant route off of it, you know, a hot read to, to where it's, uh, again, and that's what the Bears are lacking right now. Again, we ran 18 pass plays at the line of scrimmage. You know, how about we run a five yard slant, you know, towards the middle? Yeah, it might get the guy shellacked, you know, by a linebacker. But again, we're going for more positive yards than 0.8 yards on a pass play. Correct. And and that's the biggest thing that I saw last night in the uh, San Francisco game is that, that that offense was dynamic. And that was a slant down the middle. And that, you know, the, the, the guy got clocked, but he kept going. He didn't go down and he just got a touchdown afterward. I believe it was a Samuel uh, that, 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 that yeah, went for the DJ touchdown. Said, or, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we have to be a little bit more creative in our play calling. If we're calling, you know, eighth grade pl- uh, flag football plays over and over, you know, like Madden, like, like I'm sorry, Madden, like Tech Mobile, where you only have fucking four plays and, you know, variations of it, you're not going to get anywhere. So the deal is, how can we get a win? at soldier field against the lions who are a dynamic passing team and a great defense but we had their number when we went up there so how can we beat this team this coming sunday pray to god that deontay foreman is back i don't see a win um so i mean i I don't know I don't. Sorry, I, don't I was signed because Christian Kirk is out for the. Uh, looks like he's out for the game, and I had him on a on a couple bets. Unfortunately for me, he already got his twenty five yards for me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being a little greedy here. Um, yeah, Deontay yeah, Foreman. It'll be like the Ramondre Stevenson uh, situation where he had forty yards, and then all of a sudden they took one yard away, and then he didn't get his bet uh, met. I don't I know lost. if you guys saw that one. On, I lost uh, one by a yard. Was a big thing on Twitter. Yeah. Um, was they, they took away one yard and then uh, all of his bets lost. Yep. That's that, crazy. That's one of my bets. Actually, like three of them. I had it for 50 yards. That's fucked up. And he ends up at 49. <laughs> yeah, he killed three of my bets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I see, I see the Bears playing a spirited game, if you will. Um, the embarrassing, embarrassing loss that they had, you know, at the hands of the Lions a couple weeks ago, that's that's got to stick, right? It's got to stick. It's got to mean something, right? If this team is truly trending in the right direction, and I'm not an Eberflus fan, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously, he has the he has the ear, you know, in the heart of the GM or the you know the GM for now. As some people might think, but I, I really feel like if you're going to if you're going to go ahead and go into this season with Eber, or, or next season with Eberflus, right? You're going to have to really focus on who this offense is going to be taught by, who's going to be the coaching staff, who like it's going to have to be such such. So under a microscope, who you're going to have to fucking bring in that I feel like you, I feel like that the Bears aren't that desperate enough to go ahead and go all out and be like, hey, let's go find the best fucking guy, throw all the money at him that we can and bring him in here because 
I, I just I haven't seen the track record prove it to me, right? Where's the development in Justin Fields? Where's the development uh, um, in anybody really so far in the past couple seasons? Not to mention with the with the four that we uh, saw with Matt Nagy, it was lack of development all over the place. There's been lack of development for the past almost ten years. You know what I mean? 10, 12 years. It's it's been terrible. So I just I really hope that whatever happens this offseason, if it is Eberflus, that his trend continues to go on defense, right? Continue to build a solid defense. If the Bears continue to generate turnovers and continue to uh play very, very fast on defense, especially with Montez Sweat, the Bears could win this game. Like I really see that I really could see them winning this game, but it's all up to them. It's all up to it, it's all up to the decisions that happen on the sidelines, and the players do have to execute. But prove to me that you can make the correct decisions, Matt Eberflus, because to be honest with you, there's been very very questionable, to say the least, decisions made in, late in these games or in crucial moments in some of these games this year. Steven. Yeah, um, you know, again, I don't think they're going to get the win. They're going to be at home. Um, You're not going? I'm, Santos is going to have another probably six points. I don't know. I, it depends. I, I'm DJ Moore has not been getting any catches. He's not getting that far. Uh, Mooney is not. He's there just hanging out. Yeah. Um, showing him like it just there just hanging out and just running. Uh, if you want to be in track and field, you probably shouldn't be with the Bears. Um, but I don't know. I just think the offense needs to do something with it. I mean, 12 points, not really exciting. Um, and offense needs to click, but we'll see what uh, this Sunday, right? So, yeah, Sunday. JC? Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with a Bears loss here. Um, I, ju- I just think the Lions, uh, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, Montgomery, Gibbs, these guys are just too good. Um, now, do I think the Bears defense can keep it close? Yes. Um, but at the same time, I just don't see the uh, the uh, offense really getting much done against that Lions defense. I mean, we did in game one against the Lions, but again, I just our offense is so up and down it's yeah in, so inconsistent it, yeah the inconsistency you know, it's, it's by hide and yeah. like ivan said you know one week we're doing this and the next week you know we're throwing 0.8 yards around the line of scrimmage so you know something's got to give we we got to start you know uh, again we got to start justin fields is known for kind of his deep ball but past three four games you know we haven't been really trying those routes so like i said getsy's got to open up the playbook i mean we got to do something here it's as simple as look at what he did at ohio state look what what went well what plays worked well and adapt that to the team that you have you have enough talent on the wide receiver room you have enough talent on the offensive line to make a push for the for the running back you just got to stop using plays from 1993 when Dave wants that had no no uh quarterback and he was just throwing it to the you know 0.8 yards off the offensive line just 
let's let's stop doing that. Let's stop operating in such an old fashioned way. Everything's a hitch. Everything's a hitch. <laughs> it's a it's a hitch. It's an I formation. It's the veer. It's all that old shit that it doesn't work anymore. Everybody knows exactly what that is. So we've got to move on. Uh, so we've already we. I'm also going to agree with you that it's going to be a Lions uh, victory. So we're all in unison here. Uh, Lions victory. I think it's a 34 to 20 game. Um, I think the Lions just put a whooping on us. So that's just what I'm saying. And that's probably what I'm going to bet. So nobody else is. Uh, I just got to say that uh, the parents of St. Brown's, one of them, you know, one parent's really happy, happy. The other one's disappointed. Right. I wonder if they're going to be there. So, oh, they'll be, they'll be yeah. there. They'll be there. Yeah, of course, we have the older brother, so. <laughs> <laughs> the disappointment. So. <laughs> um, to, to me, uh, I'm going to go Bears 17, uh, Lions 23. Oh, close there. game. 24. Close game. Um, Again, I, I think the Bears defense is really improving. I, I think we'll hold the Lions you know a little closer than we did in the first game um but again i just again i don't trust our offense to get it done you know i you know somewhere in that 13 to 17 point range for the bears is what i see you know yeah uh, again if this is like what we're looking at with getsy just with these with this play calling i i don't see it yeah i hear you yeah i was gonna say 12 again uh to i don't know 27 you, you don't think Lions. we get a touchdown okay steven say so, play play the field goal game yeah i ivan's gonna give us his score uh on his show tomorrow so tune in to the oh yeah uh, I, said, I, mean, I think the bears are gonna win the bears are gonna win yeah i think the bears are gonna win what what have you been doing before the podcast started <laughs> <laughs> he's got that good stuff what mama don't know won't hurt her all right but uh yeah no i think i really do i think the bears should be motivated enough with all the naysayers and and if they don't then you know it's a coaching change that needs to be brought upon like you should be motivated for redemption like that was the most embarrassing loss i've ever witnessed from a chicago bears team from the way that they dominated the first half to the way they completely collapsed I didn't know, I didn't understand how any coaching staff can survive that, let alone have extra games to play, you know, and, and, and be allowed to uh, have the second one um, on your plate. But I, I just don't think the the thought of the Bears winning should be out of the realm of possibility, bro. It, you could, when, when a group is motivated enough, they could do some really solid things and i think if the bears wanted to change any type of narrative this would be the game to do it right like you 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 lost this team already you lost badly you know twice in in, in horrid fashion once to the broncos once to the lions get some type of redemption especially in the division winning back-to-back divisional games now you're talking about a coaching staff that you at least the, the the head coach you have to think about keeping around because of how well the defense has been playing and the talent that would be clear and obvious on offense because i don't think the detroit lions defense 
I, I really think that this struggle that they've been on will continue. So the Bears and Justin Fields and how dynamic he is, as long as he can keep the ball in his hands and out of the hands of the defenders, I think we have a shot. Okay. All right. I miss uh, your optimism, your 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 like Rants. your motivational speech, uh, and how excited you get. I missed it, and I, and I tried <laughs> doing it last week about the Bulls. I think I got a little bit too passionate, but you know, yeah. um, no. I do miss that. <laughs> I when I sleep, I listen to this podcast again, and I need I and I go back to an episode where I hear you yelling. So that's another reason. It's as close as I am hearing to people in this neighborhood that I live in yelling at. So that's my ASMR. I hope so it it's is. just as close now. Thank God. But yes, the Bulls, <laughs> why did you mention them? Oh, well, I'm just saying I was just giving it more uh, dark things upon us. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get into that in the next segment right after the break. All right, uh, <laughs> let's punt it out of here. We'll be right back with the loop after a word from our sponsors. True Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to Nowhere on the Weekend, new episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots, so let's kick it back over to Big Z. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with Big Z, JC, Howard, Stevie B, and Ivan from the Tape Never Lies Network. This is The Loop, our Chicago Sports Roundup, where we keep you in the loop and uh i'll hit the little sounder for us there you go this is chicago doors open on the left at chicago there it is there it is so i am actually going to kick it off to stevie b and it's chicago bulls because i know stevie b did his homework this week and uh (laughs) yes i did (laughs) the chicago bulls who were out no no levine no derozan after leaving the game in Toronto, uh, they missed two. Uh, Levine missed two games and is going to miss a lot more. And uh, or a foot, mo- in- foot injury. Yeah, whatever. Injury. They, it's you know what that is is sit on the bench and watch these kids play. That's what that is. And right. they've actually won two games. One's against Milwaukee, which cost me some money because I had Milwaukee minus ten and a half. And um, the other game I did won. Well, they won both of those games. Yeah, they won right. in overtime, and then they beat New Orleans. I didn't even watch that game because um, I don't know. I was probably watching football, or I was busy, or doing something. Because it, it's hard to watch every Bulls basketball because it's been so painful. And yet, Kobe came out with thirty-one points in that game. Uh, but Vooch, once Demar came back, Vooch retracted the not scoring. And only had six points. So 
All right, Stevie B. I'll let, I'll let you have you know your rant on uh, on your Bulls. Well, again, I would have been the same guy and bet Milwaukee to win. You know, uh, and I didn't bet for that reason because I'm like the Bulls aren't going to win, and they won. Then it was when I was at bowling on Thursday night, um, and then when they played New Orleans. New Orleans, they have a pretty good team. They're not like horrible. I mean, the fans think they are because they're all Saints fans and stuff like that. But uh, Tamar had 24 points, great. Patrick Williams had 14. I know White did a nice little toss up for um, Williams to jam it in, mm-hmm. and that was really nice. Again, Vooch, seven rebounds, four assists, no steals, three blocks, and six points. Yep. Uh, what you just said. I I don't know where he's at. I know he's a heavy foot kind of guy. Um, you know, put in Andre Drummond, but even Andre Drummond had seven points and Vooch had six. Yeah. So well, how maybe, many re- how many rebounds did uh, uh, Drummond have? Seven at least. Uh, he had one block and eight rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. So he got he plays, one more point and he one plays more twelve minutes and he's way more productive than Vooch. Uh yeah, Vooch, you know, played thirty two minutes and Drummond did fifteen. So half the time mm-hmm. Vooch didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's kinda of, and uh Damar had five rebounds, ten assists. But my thing is who was on here? You know, Caruso had eight points, but yep. he plays hell of defense. Yeah, he you shuts down I mean? the primary score, yeah. Right, and then another thing with where is it? Uh, Kobe White had what nine rebounds and Vooch had seven. How does that even happen? You're under Be- the basket because he's an active person under the rim. It's, it's, yeah. it's very simple. If you're going to be active, like Drummond is, who has the motor to grab a rebound, you're going to grab rebounds. It doesn't matter if you're a guard or, or a center. If you're that person that with that mentality, like I'm going to box out or I'm going to be around the rim. You're gonna run into some rebounds, and that's that's just the way it is. What it is is that Vooch is getting tired. Vooch is getting tired of not getting the ball and not being able to do what he does. If you feed Vooch, you're you're gonna get twenty and ten. Keep and the- and p- here's the thing: is when he does get the ball, and it's like he won't dunk it. It's like a little oh, no. little floater. Oh no, that's that. European and and then that's stuff. why it hits the rim, and then it comes out, and then there's no offensive rebound. I think they're like thirty second in offensive rebounds. Um, the sumo, the sumo, mm-hmm. fifteen points, two steals, three assists. The and he was ball. on the court for thirty-two minutes, which was a great thing for him. I feel like he hasn't shown up as much. He hasn't got bench. playing time. He right. hasn't got and playing he, time. You can't get you can't get consistent without playing time. And the right. fact that you had Zach, who's a ball hog, and Demar's a ball hog, you're not going to give it to those guys. Those guys are literally on the wing waiting for the ball. Like, fuck right. it, you give it to me. I'm just going to chuck it up because I never get the ball. That's what that's so, like. Yeah, I mean, you know, you have the pen, the bench actually doing something and showing up this week, uh, coming up really clutch with this, uh, I think, the last two weeks. So, again, I, with Zach not being there, I think it uh, shows some pressure that, uh, you know, we don't need him, but he is an asset. But then it goes back to the news articles of him saying, like, you know, what's his trade value? And right now it doesn't look like there's a market for Zach. Uh, and if people want him, uh, it's like they're looking at him to be like the third like, option on a team, but his contract is not a third option. No one really wants to pay for a, like a you know a number one. Let alone he doesn't consider himself a number three. But in most teams, he would be a number three going into the into any team who is playoff. I mean, if you're going to Lakers, you're going to be a third option. You're not going to be a first. You have yeah. you know LeBron being number one and so on. Um, 
and you know 76ers or whatever he wants to go but i don't think there's a market for him right now um and again i'm really happy for kobe white you know showing up and getting 31 so end of my rant so ivan you watching any of these bulls games no (laughs) (laughs) this is why ivan was quiet during this segment he's like i have not watched a single game no no, I, honestly, I haven't, and, and I understand Stephen's frustration because I've already, I already know what what I've witnessed year in and year out. Like, the closest I, I thing, like, yeah, go, go, go ahead. No, I said the closest thing we're going to feel like that is being a White Sox fan. So, uh, wow, you know, taking no, shots no. fired, it's, it's, no, shots it's, it's, fired. It what the fuck? It is. It is the correct statement, though. No, not too far talk, off. Look, I've said it. I've said nauseum. it. We talk about it in nauseam, bro. Like, we know it's Jerry. We know it's the, the it's the control of the 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 two franchises. It's him. It's how they operate. This team has been neglected for decades. They got lucky with Derrick Rose. They got lucky with Michael Jordan. What happens when they actually have to build through the draft and 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 develop players? They, they really don't know how to do, do it. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the White Sox have a hard time developing players as well. Same, same. So, but yeah. Game. No, totally. JC, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> I'll say this. Without Zach Levine being in the lineup, I mean, the, the team has looked completely different. The I mean, ball moves. there is something going on there that is just like, I said it before. I, I don't care. Like the Pistons, I, I don't care what team we trade him to. The Pistons I are I don't care anymore. Your attitude sucks. Get the hell out of here. Look, like, look at this team without you, bro. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Get, get your attitude right or get the hell out of here. I, I just don't care anymore. I, I'm so over Zach Levine, and I've been over Zach Levine for a couple of years now, that it's just like, j- just go away. Like, just go sit at the end of the bench. You can, your foot, your ankle, your what? Like, I don't care. You can claim whatever injury you want. Just go sit down because now my team is playing way better without you. Like, and this this is the bad point is that without with this team playing better without him, like his trade value is shit. Like, literally, like what other team is going to look at this and be like, oh my god, we're going to be so much better with him? Like nobody. Like even the Bulls are openly admitting, holy shit, we're better without him. Yeah. Like, so what other team would honestly say, hey, we're better with him? No one. No. So to me, you know what? Like I said, Kobe White has taken off. You got uh, Williams finally, you know, looking like he deserves a $20 million contract that we've been saying for weeks. Like, dude, go sit at the end of the bench. Like, you ain't getting a $20 million contract. Like, your ass. Now, all of a sudden, Levine's out, and it's like, dude, where did this guy come from? Yeah. Like, Like, to me... Hey, let's let's get these young guys more time, because you know what? Like the attitudes, the the divaness of like some of these veterans, dude. Go go sit at the end of the bench. I don't care about you anymore. Like I'm gonna give these young guys some time, and hopefully they develop. Because again, Kobe White has been going nuts. Yeah, and you know what? We've been saying for like again for the past like three four weeks, I've been trashing Kobe, saying, "Hey, you know what?" We've seen it. We keep rolling with it. We need to draft a point guard. We keep, you know, we lost Lonzo. We keep sitting here going, oh, you know what? We'll just keep rolling Kobe out there. And, you know, hell, he's developed now. I love it. 
Like, keep it going. Levine, stay on the bench. Don't care. We'll, we'll find a trade partner. You know, pennies on the dollar. Yeah. You're gone. It's, that's essentially what's going to end up happening is you're going to have to pay some of that contract down to, to, to ship them off to Detroit and pick up maybe one asset and a second rounder in 2045. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be bad because this is yeah. a bad contract. And they, they did what they did, you know, years ago when they couldn't sign one of the big three. And they're like, oh, we'll get, I guess we'll get Carlos Boozer. You know, we got a bunch of shoe polish we got to get rid of. Um, it was, well, he got, it was came with him. He got shoe polish also with Carlo Boozer. So, um, and you know what? Okay, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was the one who put it on. Oh, him, you, you did it for him? Uh, you're so, the one that fucked it up in the playoffs. You know. Fucker's got shoe polish in his eyes. I was in a rush time, okay? Yeah. I got there a little late. Yeah, I see that. I see that. No, it's just... You guys are all saying everything that we've been saying for weeks. It's just it's the same team running out there. The White Sox, same thing, right? And what's happening is these veterans who are cancers or, and and divas are not allowing the people that you drafted to shine to to actually grow. The Larry Marketings, the Jimmy Butlers, and so forth. You had a lot of of, of roadblocks. Now there's no roadblocks. Kids go play, and they're going to having fun. The ball moves. They rebound. They hustle. Io literally dove like Rodman to save a ball the other day. Like, that's what you need. You need that type of energy. And yeah, Chicago will get behind it. Even if they're not superstars, You, the, the city of Chicago have, has, has shown you with the Bulls, the try-hard Bulls, the, uh, uh, you know, the Nate Robinson Bulls. We don't got that talent. But you know what? We're going to try our asses off, and we might beat you. We might beat you, so, but it's going to be a tough game. So... With that being said, and that's a great point. It's a, good, it's a great point. With the try-hard bulls and these teams that are built off grit, right? Yeah. Youth and grit and, and you know, honestly, youthful ignorance, right? Not, yeah. not ignorance, but youthful ignorance. They don't know the stage. They just want to play. And to be honest with you, with the younger guys, especially with a guy like DeSumo, Pat Will, and um, like you said, Kobe, those guys have been in the system for a minute now, right? They've been practicing it. They've been running it. They've been kind of pushed off to the side with the big three, so to call, you know, with right. which uh, the Rosen and Levine. I, I just, I, I want to see them wipe the slate clean with those, with the big three, right? Maybe if you want to keep one, Vooch. I, I keep, uh, say goodbye to DeRozan. Say goodbye to Levine. Keep Vucevic, and let's see what let's see what the young guys could do. We know we're not going to be going anywhere, right? Yeah. But let's see what the young guys could do. Whoever we get back, we'll probably get some role players back. They'll end up finishing out the season. Let's see that because I, I I'm I'm in agreement. Let the young let the young guys play, but mm. I think they're being chokehold by superstars. And egos, and they're not being, you know, the, I'm sure the coach is being, being handcuffed. I'm sure the front office is hearing it. Like, it's tough de- dealing with guys that are prima donnas and think that they deserve more than they probably should, yeah. especially with playing time. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, it, from, yeah. So, I, I just, I agree 100%, bro. And if, you, if you're not going to play, for, and, you know, Zach doesn't play for, for uh, Billy Donovan. He plays for himself. He does not play right. for the team. He does not play for the coach. He plays for himself. And Demar, Demar's like, I'm just gonna get mine because I know I'm gonna get traded to the Lakers. He knows yeah. he's, he's going. He's gonna go back home. 
He also said that he want he would prefer to go to the Knicks. I don't know why. But yeah, why? It's on the Knicks, it's, it, because it, because they're a play a young playoff team on the rise. Like they well they want to did they go to play? No, they missed. Didn't they, no, missed. they missed. They missed. Yeah, well, well, they're they're they they're threatening and they have a young youthful team that looks like fun. I think he thinks he could catch coattails on a ride to the playoffs and maybe you know earn himself a paycheck that way. Mm. But well, you have all the opportunity here to do that shit, right, bro? Yeah, right. and I, I, to me, like I, all these players, they want to go to the Knicks, they want to go to New York because it's New York. But to me, like I've been to New York and it's kind of filthy and trashy, so <laughs> I don't, I don't see the trashy, appeal. But um, but food. I will say this: uh, you got you got Craig coming off of the bench, you know, scoring seventeen points. You know, we we talked a couple of weeks ago about the bench was like really struggling to score. Um, so like it's really nice to see Io and uh, you know Craig coming off the bench, putting up seventeen points each. Um, while you got Pat Williams and some of these guys and Kobe going off. So again, like, I I love it. Like, let's get some of these younger guys out there and give them the time, give them the minutes. Um, you know, like I said, if we got to move on, let's do it. You know, um, you know, for a couple weeks now, I've been saying like, I I don't care about Zach Levine at all. Like to me, like his attitude has just soured me so much where it's like, I just don't care anymore. Like, dude, I I will sell you for a bag of peanuts just to get you off my team because I'm so sick of your attitude. And again, I, because of your attitude, I want to send you to the worst team possible. Like, I don't want to send you to a playoff team and reward your attitude. Like, I want to send you somewhere where you're going to suffer. The Pelicans. <laughs> so, no, I'm just throwing something on there. No. Uh, all I know is uh, they get a nice break from now. They don't play till December 8th against San Antonio Spurs. So, um, I know some people think uh, the Spurs logo is ass. No? Why, why are you looking what, at what's, like, what's that kid's name? Wembley? Like, yeah. Uh, dude, I, yeah. He looks like Michael Jordan in Space Jam, just like his arms outstretched. And it's oh, just like, right. like wait, what is it? Like, he just, he, I mean, he's a freak, but it's just like, I don't know, man. I, I watch that guy play, and it's just like. I'm waiting for one of his legs to snap. I'm like, it, that's got to happen at some point. Well, yeah, Curry, like he's, Curry did a nice little uh, thing around him. He, you know, went to the basket, saw that he was on top of him, dished it out, ran back to the three-point line. They gave it back to him. And he shot from the three and it went in. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, he could pretty like go around through his legs and come back in a figure eight. That's what he can do. It's as simple right. as that. Right. All right. Uh, the other team on the, the 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 madhouse on Madison made some news recently. The Blackhawks and releasing a player because of detrimental conduct to the team. But there's also rumors that he slept with Bedard's mom. I hate that they have to blame it on alcohol, you know? Like, he has an alcohol problem. Like, give me a break. <laughs> because he's slipping. <laughs> you know? I don't know. He had to blame it on booze, apparently. Yeah, so um, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> as I take it to Chicago. Yeah, I see that. No, that's really what happened. Yeah. I only saw that movie once, and I, was, uh, I loved it. And I keep it in my head because it's the Cubs, too. So <laughs> Ivan loves that movie just as much as I do. Yeah, I do love that movie. But that's not what happened to Bedard's mom. Uh, Look, I think... We're we're just going to say allegedly a lot in the next couple minutes. Allegedly. I I honestly think that 
Corey Perry does have an alcohol problem, and he did make some type of crude remark, remark, or maybe just caused the scene enough to where it's an embarrassment to the organization. You know, he's just had that rep. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know, but like I said, the the banging of the mom thing. Like I feel like that's just too much of a coincidence and a smear, like on the organization. But like. I could see Corey Perry having issues with substances because he's been such a jag off in the past <laughs> and how, like how much, you know, honestly, how much they people despise yeah. how he plays. Yeah. I mean, substance abuse, like I said, I mean, not only that, if he's also abusing any type of, you know, he's on a flight to somewhere and, you know, <sighs> Some of those guys, you know, you, you like to take your sleep meds, uh, you know, before you get on a on a flight. So mm-hmm. you mix that with some alcohol, it can cause you to do some weird shit when you land and get to a hotel. Uh, so who knows? He may have been found in the lobby half naked. So allegedly. I would have saw that on TikTok. That would have been it would have been viral. Something like that would have popped up video wise. Yeah, but you, you know how that is, man. Sports teams like they they get that stuff under the rug and pay people off. Mm-hmm. Where that that shit disappears. So, yep. uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll say NFL. this. <laughs> I'll say this. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where the rumor that you know the Bedard thing happened or whatever. But you know, uh, good to the uh, team to come out right away and say this had nothing to do with anyone's family or whatever. But again, man, like he's an eighteen-year-old kid, and like this is the shit you got to deal with as an eighteen-year-old kid. You know. Imagine that, but you got to ask your mom that question. (laughs) Like, like you wake up in the morning and it's like, wait, my mom banged my teammate. Like, (laughs) I mean, you know, allegedly, what you want your star player to have to deal with, you know, and all your friends are texting you, guess what your mom did? (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, again, you know, Stifler's mom, Photoshop and making scenes, taking off a Pornhub, you know. Oh god! <laughs> well, I, I sent you guys the, uh, the 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 box, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the Dard's mom has got it going. On. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! She's all that I want, and it feels so wrong. Oh my god! I mean, are they playing good on the ice, Steven? Uh, you know what? They are scoring one goal. Uh, what? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, literally, it was Bedard scoring the one goal the other night. Yeah, He's like, literally. but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's pretty much yeah. it. Oh, Non-hockey yeah, people paid hockey. One goal. Um, and Thank you, Chance. Pretty much uh, losing three to three. They lost to Winnipeg, one to three, and then to Minnesota last night, um, one to four. So you know that's. Again, it's, it's it's great to see Connor score. You know, someone needs to score besides. But we just have no defense. We can't. We can't. Uh, we can't yeah. stop anything with that Swiss cheese defense. But I, I was looking at NHL scores like around the league. Is it's it up? near? Is like all the scores up this year? Like I, it seems like a lot of the games are like five four, five three. Like I've yeah. not been paying attention to the scores around the NHL. I, just, I mean, I agree with JC on that one. The scoring has been higher. I don't know if the goalie, you know, the net is a little bit bigger, or if uh, goalies are getting a little bit more smaller. So they're, I, I they're juicing the pucks like the MLB. They're juicing the pucks. Like, uh, yeah, literally. 
Have you ever got like uh, I, I uh, my dad used to know one of the clock guys that worked for the Blackhawks. Nice. And like I actually got one of the pucks one time like from the clock guy, and like they actually freeze the pucks before like they go out on the ice. Like, dude, that heavy ass rubber plus it being frozen before they throw it out on the ice, dude. I it was. I would not want to be a defenseman getting hit by that shit. Oh god! No. I would not want to be hit in the face with that or the mouth. Oh my god! Ugh. I mean, they used to wear that Jason mask. That was that's all the protection the goalie had. I mean, you—it's crazy. Yeah. It, again, it, hockey players are a different breed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they don't play. They play Anaheim next, December seventh uh, at. At home, so that'd be a cool game. Uh, we keep saying we're gonna go. Uh, I don't. This, I don't know when we're de- gonna go. What is December seventh? I don't know. I'm telling you when it is. I don't know. Right, what it is. Thursday. Uh, uh, Thursday. Uh, Friday, it yeah, it is Thursday. 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 Shit. Yeah, I was gonna say Mondays and Saturdays work best for me because I work evening. So. Yeah, um, uh, and whichever works. Uh, the eighth uh, Hanukkah starts, so I gotta really get zoned in. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking What to sing your Adam Sandler album? What the fuck are you gonna do? I can make an album like that. It won't be. A- it won't be. A no one's gonna one. listen yeah. to it. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think I know like two songs. Like dreidel, 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 dreidel. I made it out of clay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, South Park. Uh, but yeah. That's why. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not Jewish. So mm. I'm just kidding around. All right, talking about taking it to the face. Uh, let's get rid of this uh, White Sox segment real quick. Uh, the White Sox are taking uh, calls on Dylan Cease. There's three teams that are looking at him, and it's the Dodgers. It's wait, the- wait, hold on. What's can it? we pep up this White Sox? Right. Can oh. we play the song? Like, just pep this uh, shit up. Ivan's here now. Ivan's here now, so let's pep it yeah. up. All right, it's over here somewhere. Well, we played it last week too, but I just since you're here, it's it's yeah. nice to have right. someone else celebrate. All right, so me. let's talk some White Sox. White Sox, White Sox, go go White Sox, let's go, go White Sox, go, 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 go White Sox. Sox. We're with you all the way. <laughs> oh my God, I love that song right now. Oh, if you uh, haven't seen an episode or. Uh, listening to the audio version, they are dancing in their seats. They're really oh, dancing yeah. in their seats. All right, that's the most motion I got all day. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. So we got the Reds, we got the uh, Dodgers, the Braves, and now the Orioles. So four teams that are interested in the White Sox uh, reliever because he's making like eight million dollars in two years of control. Um, I don't want him to go. I really don't. I think that's a cornerstone that you can keep along with Lou Bob and then start building. But the problem is that uh, this new GM says he doesn't like the team. And um, he was in charge of developing this team that's on the field right now. So how do you not like your gold glove winner and second runner up to the, the uh, Cy Young Award? I just don't understand why you're going to get rid of these guys when you can just spend in a free agency and plug the holes that you have. Make it make sense. I mean, boys. I don't know. Uh, I, you know, better than I do, but I, Hey, I just don't know what you're going to see on the field next, this upcoming season. If you know, pitching's gone ticket, you might be a season ticket holder next season too, because yeah, they might no break my window and drop go. them off. 
What was that? They might break my window and drop them off. Yeah, maybe. I think they're going to force them, force you to get them or like just give them to you for free. Then they're going to bring Southpaw. No, and, well, they're, uh, they're going to say if you, if you read half a book, you'll get uh, season tickets. Instead of like Pizza Hut, you should read a whole book. <laughs> or what is it 12 books and, and you I get a free pizza books i just wrote it what i did <laughs> you can tell sir you can tell <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i you know if they get rid of uh cease and his uh mustache you know i don't uh think that they have much to go off of next season promotion again no. we talked about last season i don't you're just gonna see it, it, it's gonna be nothing but retired players uh bobbleheads and statues and shit like that and t-shirts hawaiian t-shirts and elvis uh, uh chops and uh, what else I don't know. blues brothers probably glasses i don't know I, yeah, dog, there's, there's gonna be four dog days you know you gotta you gotta prick up attendance that that's all Half it's gonna be ears. well yeah if you do the package anyways anyways let's talk about an exciting team in chicago let's talk about our chicago cubs and uh i, I gotta listen to benetti for this one thanks Cubs. There you go. So that's yeah, exactly thanks, what Bob. we want to hear. We want to hear thanks, Cubs, because we are in Otani Watch. Thank you, Socks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get roasted for years because these socks are going to suck. All right, Cubs, Cubs, Cubs. Uh, the Cubs are linked to a couple things. One, they're linked to Otani. Two, they're linked to uh, Tampa Bay starting pitcher Tyler Glass now, which oh, yeah. what I've heard. I told you last week. What I've heard week, is yeah. that. This will happen this week at the winter meetings. This will happen. I don't know what the compensation is yet, but Glasnow will be a Cub by the end of the week. Book it. Yeah, I said last week that uh, we should go and get him and make a trade or get something for that stud from Tampa Bay. Um, and I think twenty-five million one-year final year. So literally, you're pushing your chips in now. It is a you know final year, so you're not giving up top prospects for one guy for one year. So you're giving you know double A guys. So I, I'm I'm all for this. You're why wouldn't you want a top of rotation kind of guy? This exactly. is what you need. Um, I know you, we lost Strowman, and he wasn't you know your your. I mean he was your number one for a little bit, but this is a number one that you really need. This is a guy that people fear. So uh, I, I'm excited about this, but. I don't know. You guys tell me more about Cub stuff. Uh, you know, right now, trading rumors are also with Juan Soto, and there's a lot of energy. I mean, you have people who are trying to get rid of him. I don't think the Cubs should go oh, after Juan Soto. But again, Otani talks uh, again uh, for the winter meetings starts actually was the third. So, well, no, today. Started today. Right? Yes. Uh, today is actually yeah. the first day. Yes. So, I mean, I'm excited. I, you know, I had a little issue about just getting one player versus getting multiple. But again, his bat, his arm, I know we're going to get his bat first. But hey, uh, I think it might be 11 years or maybe even 15. He's going to be hitting bombs into Irving Park. Oh, no, of course. I'm not complaining about that either. But <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm all for it. I understand what you're saying, though. It's, yeah, it's Addison, know, I, Grace, I, Irving Park's way up there. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for this time, and I know you are, but there's no Saks Convention, Cubs Convention. Uh, please get your tickets now. Use the code word. No, I'm just kidding. There's no code name. But, uh, uh, but again, I'm just happy. Uh, I know then other teams are trying to look at the other uh, gentlemen from Japan besides Otani. So, Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Yeah. Uh, 
That guy. Yeah. That guy. Yoshi. We're going to call him Yoshi. Otani's friend. Yeah, we'll call him yeah. Yoshi. We'll print some shirts. No, come go. on. Let's make some yeah. money. Um, but again, I'm excited. Uh, I know Ivan's excited while he's drinking his eggnog. Is that what that is? Is that eggnog? No, it's actually um, a brewery called Middlebrow. Oh, because when you go like this, it looks like there's it's the color of eggnog. Uh, it's, oh, well. it's called Bungalow. Oh, oh cool. Well, never mind. Chicago makes bungalows. Cool this season. But uh, no, I know again, I'm, I'm really happy the direction the Cubs are going. It's going to be a fun, you know, winter meetings for yes, us. I'm excited. Ivan, JC. Um, yeah, I uh, mean, obviously, as we all know, the Otani is the end all be all. I mean, that is what we are after. Um, then, you know, obviously, you, you've got the guys like Glasnow and um, uh, show, uh, Yamamoto as well as a backup plan. Um, but there is a third pitcher coming out of Japan, Shota Im- Imanaga. Um, he's a 30-year-old, I believe he's a right-hander, um, but he pitched in the World Baseball Classic. Um, he actually pitched the uh, final game um, in in the series. Um, so he's another pitcher potentially maybe at a lesser value um, than some of these guys at the $200 million mark. Um, like Yamamoto to, to keep an eye on. But yeah, I mean, like I said, we're, we're all holding our breath for Otani. And then if that doesn't happen, then it's like Cubs are going to be scrambling to, to get to the next guy, you know? And I mean, there's guys, Pete Alonzo again, who I've said, and then try to resign Bellager. But I would say if we can't get Otani go after keeping those two guys, I think that's a great addition again. And then you get the guy from Tampa Bay, uh, drawing a blank with his name. But those three pieces would be a big improvement for you know the team. You can glass now. You can actually pick up a Rosarena too. He's on the block too. I'm lo- looking at that right now from uh, John Say Heyman. His name again for me one more time for the uh, listeners. A Rosarena. Oh, there you go. A Rosarena. Yeah, I don't know how much money we're going to be spending. I don't. I don't know how much money we're going to be spending, bro. Like money I, I is think, not I an think, object for the Chicago Cubs I because think, I think if they miss money, they're going to go after they're going to go after a pitcher, right? But they're going to go after a guy that they're going to be able to, I guess, control years wise and not have to throw so much dollars at. Right, um, that's, that's I can see that I too. We have a guy. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're willing to spend we have a guy, million dollars on Otani, then you literally sit there and look and go, okay, I could take two hundred million dollars, throw it at Yamamoto, and then, you know, they're they're predicting Bellinger. You know, I, I was just looking at something on X, and they're talking Bellinger two hundred fifty million. I mean, you he know, deserves so, it. I don't so question if, that. If, if if you're sitting there, I mean, there's your 500 million between and the two, two all stars, right? Yamamoto and Bellinger. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then you have to go sign some uh, other. You know, like I said, you trade for Glasnow or trade for some of these other guys, and there you go, you're rolling. Um, but singing "Go Cubs Go" a lot more this season. I hope. We will. We will be doing I, that. I, we, I, what am I kidding? We we need some news, and goddamn it, we need it now. Like, I'm <laughs> it, you know what's going to happen? It's going to break after we're done recording the podcast, as usual. It always and happens. We jump back on. Yeah, we can. <laughs> no, if if 
yeah, if if we sign Otani, we're definitely coming right back on. Uh, that definitely will be a breaking news uh, uh, episode. Did, did anybody else notice that Jose said we? We like as in like he is a Cubs fan. <laughs> we as in the podcast. You guys are no, 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 no. But I would that, also that be happy that Otani's here. Switch sides. That was a Cubs we. That was a Cubs we. Definitely was a Cubs we. Um, Wait, you guys accepted me already. So what are you guys doing, anyways? Busting my chop. You said I'm a, I'm already honorary Cubs fan. <laughs> we'll make you a little pennant, a little pin to put on your t-shirt. I, I want a t-shirt that says my first Cubs game. I want the whole the whole treatment. Roll out the red carpet. All right. Well, it's, it's not up here, but I do have a uh, Garcia Parra jersey that uh, I can spare nice. you. Well, yeah, you're uh, you're as husky as I am. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> oh man anything us on the cubs and when we break it we'll break it at offset barbecue so you can wear your cubs hat and i get my barbecue i, I will wear a ryan sandberg jersey the cubs hat does not fit oh, right 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 i keep forgetting that because oh. the most important piece is the fact that i still haven't gotten my barbecue oh my god you guys went without me you guys didn't call me or text me that you guys were going I went with not this Ivan, but my buddy Ivan, and you know it was during school hours. Are you guys oh. going this Sunday? You going this Sunday? I mean, I would like to go to Offset Barbecue and watch the game. They have TVs there. They so do. I don't know why we wouldn't couldn't go. What? It's a date. Okay, I'll see you there. I'll see you there. You're uh, welcome. Eleven thirty. You know? Everybody's welcome. Uh, right. JC, you could add the tab. On to Jose's uh, because it's a thank you for the tickets. So, <laughs> Fuck well, unfortunately, I, I won't be there Sunday. I work Sundays, so that's his double oh, money man. day. Hard, hard to, well, when, <laughs> with with what I get paid on Sundays, it, it's hard to walk away. Yep, oh. that's his that's his money day. So, it's, well, hey, you're more power to you. But again, yeah, I'll uh, send you some photos of the concert. Uh, I do yeah. have to talk to you about that off offset because like off uh, air, yeah. offset you know, the camera, because I need to know where to go and who to talk to. But yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, let's uh, close this up really quickly. And uh, we'll be back afterward from our sponsor with Stirring the Pot. And uh, go Cubs, go. Thanks, Say it one Cubs. more time, man. Thanks, Cubs. That was it. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TrueFan15. TrueFan15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. What up? It's Martin Moreno and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with Big Z. We got uh, J.C. Howard. We got Stevie B in the house and Ivan from the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's all good. It's all good. All right, boys. It is that time again. And you know what time it is. It is time for Stirring the Pot. Stirring the Pot. 
Oh yeah. Hey, JC, I got the sounder. Give us the reviews. <laughs> uh, everybody else said they were going to eat on camera this week, so I got one of the orange Kit Kats here. Okay, so huh. we'll we'll do it. We'll do it on camera, uh, I guess. Yeah. Well, let me uh, let, let me get those chips really quick. I, I was going to say you said there were some chips you were going to eat on air. So, well, there you go. Have you had it before this moment, or are you just trying it first nope, right on air? No, nope, just for on air. Wow. What's it taste like? Is it the same kind of texture as the actual um, candy bar? Yeah, same, same cookie interior, but very, gotcha, pro- okay. very pronounced orange flavor. Like, like I said. Now, does it taste like a like the really strong, or is it something that? Yeah. How is this yeah. uh, tasting? This was it orange Kit Kat? Yeah. Yes, orange flavored Kit Kat from Japan. Now, was it Kit Kat orange, or was it still chocolate on the outside? Still chocolate on the outside, but it definitely uh, tastes like they mixed, you know, the orange flavor into the chocolate because uh, it is very pronounced and may I say delicious. Huh, wow. Good. I have to go to that store. Huh. Yeah. We, we have one in Wicker Park. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, I, I can't try it off air. It is in the car, but uh, I did have Oreos covered in vanilla chocolate. So it's like, and it's pretty good. I, yeah. It's my shame meal when I'm stuck in traffic. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's probably something you bought for the traffic. Uh-huh. I got the uh, Funyuns, which I love Funyuns, and they came out with a new flavor called Spicy Queso. Mm, nice. Let's see how those go. Up. Let me hear that Whoa, crunch. That is strong. Okay. All right, here we go. Where are we going? Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Looks like uh, exactly like a Funyun. I hear the same crunch that uh, you get from a Funyun. Um, Jose looks like he's going to get a toy out of there. I wish, <laughs> it was, I wish it was a toy in here. Not Cracker Jack, bro. It, it, yeah. is, it is not impressive at all. Not impressive at all. It kind of kills the Funyun taste to it, and you taste like a little bit of cheese and a hint of jalapeno, but uh, nothing impressive here with the spicy queso Funyuns. Um, I don't know who makes oh. this brand. <laughs> but I've been here, here last week. This but, is a uh, fail. JC said that there was this um, chip that has a shrimp flavor oh, on it, and I had said to Jose to get that chip because he, he's allergic to the seafood. But we don't know if that's authentically seafood ingredient, so we'll just have an Abby pen by him, and I get the pleasure of just putting it in and stabbing him with the Abby pen. But he doesn't want to do that idea. I think it'd be great content. The show. I mean, if he if he had the balls. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! Damn, Ivan, coming for the throat. Got to do it for the fans, bro. No, uh, I I, I don't. I don't don't want to see Jose suffer on live TV. (laughs) I don't, but it would be good content. I'm just. I I believe my brother is downstairs. He is a paramedic. We can have him on hand. Right there, you go. Like I said, I mean, we'll have him standing by. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. On a Saturday night. Does Does anyone else have any uh, stuff going on? Or no, I even no, had, I even had the uh, uh, the um, shit the beer, the uh, bungalow beer. And what kind yeah, of beer is it? What, what kind of beer is it? It's an IPA. That's an American Lager. Oh. Um, okay. Shitty. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <As it> tasted. 
<laughs> no, lagers are actually pretty good. Stella is a lager. So yeah, I Stella like is Stella a lager. Like, like, Anything in a green bottle tastes delicious, yep. in my opinion. What else you got there, JC? You got another thing there to eat? Yeah, Just- I got the, uh, it was the barbecue rib Lay's chip. Oh, shit. However, I you know I just for whatever reason as I'm holding it up I'm looking at the back, and I don't know if you guys can see like on the camera, but um, everything like health wise is in Japanese. So hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> it's like good luck. Don't worry about it. It's a thousand calories per chip. You know, like <laughs> sodium a million percent. No, yeah. there you go. Ooh, does it, does it smell like? What does it smell like? It smells like a smoker, like just Ooh. open up the lid of that smoker and boom, there you go. Ooh. It's the Japanese really know how to make a chip. All right, let's go here. Unlike Frito Lay fuckers. <laughs> I like Ruffles more. Don't that face expression Antici- anticipation. No, it's 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 actually like I'm trying to figure out. How the hell they got the flavor of rib meat? Like, you know, I mean, it's it's not just like a barbecue flavor, but it tastes like the rib meat. Wow! Like, this, this is actually pretty legit. Like, I was I was sitting here like, ah, oh, it's probably just gonna taste like a barbecue chip, you know? Like, yeah. No, but, I heard the same thing. But like, it's it's like almost like eating a pulled pork sandwich. Like, it's got a smoky porky flavor to it. So it's this is actually who's vegan. You know, well, or Jewish. They want to eat meat, but they can't, and they have the chip. So, <laughs> but I mean, this is this is quite interesting because, like I said, I I don't know how it's a magic. meat a meat flavor. You know, I've never eaten like a Beyond Burger, but I'm starting to think like maybe the Japanese have figured this out. You know, to make uh, Beyond Burgers taste like real meat. Arby's, we have the meat. Well, Burger King is pretty good. I tried it. So, I don't know. I can't wait to do the uh, editing for this show for that part, (laughs) for the audio. (laughs) We've got the meats. (laughs) The meats with horsey sauce. All right, before we get out of here, and it's been a great episode so far, uh, what are you watching that's not sports? Uh, JC. Obliterated. Obliterated. That sounds like your weekend. It is a. It sounds uh, like you don't want on the weekend. That's what it sounds like. Sounds like your toilet. It is a new Netflix series uh, show, which is kind of like Mission Impossible meets Blue Mountain State, if you will. Um, Just goofy antics of like this team trying to stop a nuclear attack and. I mean, I, I laughed my ass off the whole time. Oh, uh, more funnier than my recommendation, huh? Uh, un- unfortunately, yes. <laughs> uh, it, it's been a while since I've had that many laughs in, in something I was watching. Um, but I also will throw out a warning. a warning. There were more penises and dicks <laughs> in four episodes than I think I saw in, like, the locker room of all of high school. You know what I mean? Like... So I mean, like within four episodes, I, like even even uh, my buddy that we were watching, and I was like, "Dude, is there a lot of dicks in this, or is it just me?" <laughs> and he was like, "Dude, like I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to say it." Yeah, it's two dudes oh, on a couch funny. watching dicks. It's like the boys. The first episode of the last season. Yeah, is the yeah. first thing. Yeah, yeah. Like an uncomfortable mono wiener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Um, uh, you got something else? No, I I, I would. He's enjoying his ribs. It. Like I said, I I laugh my ass off. <laughs> You're enjoying those. Chips He's definitely enjoying those ribs, <laughs> chips. <laughs> yeah, I'll get another movie. Well, you know, like I said, uh, you know, now that now that I've opened up the uh, bag, it's like I, said, I just can't get over the fit. Like, how the hell did they take, make it taste like pork? <laughs> <laughs> that should be your next TikTok, bro. Just do that. <laughs> uh, Ivan, what you been watching? That's not sports, man. Uh, Bass Reeves is a uh, miniseries or a series on uh, I believe it's Paramount if I'm not mistaken uh, it follows Uh-oh. the uh, follows the story of like the first one of the first black US marshals famous US marshal um, in the United States after the war after the Civil War and slavery was abolished and everything like that so it's a great show I I am thoroughly enjoying it um they have episodes, I believe, every Sunday. So it's like, it's one of those where I'm like, I'm actually eager to go ahead and wait the week instead of like just streaming through just because it gives it a little more of a uh, old school feeling to me, like Shit. back in the day, you know what I'm saying? But it's, but it's a great fucking show. Like, I really like that show. Okay. It's called uh, that, Love that's by, It. Uh, Taylor Sheridan, right? Who, it is, yeah. Uh, it is a Taylor yeah, okay. Sheridan uh, creation. It's with uh, David o- Olabo, uh, Lauren Banks, Dennis Quaid, Shea Wiggum. Mm-hmm. Shea Wiggum was in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Barry, Barry Pepper, Pepper, who's been on everything. Um, Moses Bings, you've seen him a lot. And Donald Sutherland. I mean, yeah. that's a fucking cast. It's a great show. Yeah, I was gonna say I watched the first episode. I, I haven't watched any since, um, but yeah, it was it was a great first episode. Uh, that's nice. that is uh, that's right up my alley, and I'll probably uh, watch episode number one tonight after I finish editing. Uh, yeah, all right, pretty uh, much any, anything Taylor Sheridan's put out. Has yes, been it's gold. Great. It's gold. Tulsa, Tulsa King, and um, and people who don't know who Taylor Sheridan is, if you watched uh, Sons of Anarchy, he was the uh, Deputy, uh, deputy. What was it, Doug? No, not Doug. That's that's another show. He was he was a deputy. Sh- yeah, huh? Daryl? No, he was not Daryl. It's it's okay. Oh. No, he uh, he ended up dying. He he ended oh. up dying a horrible death, which is kind of classic. It for. A, it's like a drive. What was it? A drive by? It was. Him over. Yeah, it was a drive by that they ended up running him yeah. over with. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Come on. If you have to see Sons of Anarchy by now, there's no spoilers there. Um, yeah, so he's literally been reading, I mean, writing and producing all these shows, and he's also a big um, horse kind of person where he breeds horses and all that shit. So, yeah, I mean, you got Yellowstone, you got uh, Tulsa which King, ending. which yep. is uh, that's great, S- Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone. Yep. and then uh, I can't think of the one with the uh, Avenger who got run over by the snowplow. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Hawkeye, uh, uh, uh but, yeah. But it's it's a, like a prison show where they kind of run stuff with in the, Detroit, with the yeah. whole town. That's that's a great show as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, Taylor Taylor Sheridan, anything he's been putting out has been crushing it. Yeah, Stephen, what you've been watching besides South Park and Sunny? Um, so I've been watching Two and a Half Men. Going get uh, out going of here. Back. That's yeah, an amazing. I, show. I love that show. Um, I like it more with Charlie Sheen. Yeah, um, of course. I like. 
knowing that his face gets more drug looking as the seasons go by. <laughs> he gets uh, puffier. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, uh, watching the new Hulu special with uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I'm not watching that. I'm kidding. Uh, but that is a mute as fucking mic. No on the weekend, we talk about that. So, uh, but that's pretty much it. Uh, Fortnite dropped a new season. So I've been playing nothing but Fortnite. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Enjoying that. You guys are more than welcome to hop on and uh play if you you know so maybe maybe not no okay no uh that's been pretty much it not not a fortnite guy so uh, yeah. totally i've fine. always been call of duty anyways um <laughs> for me uh for all mankind i've mentioned it a couple of times on the show uh but the new season has dropped it's about three episodes four episodes in uh i just literally watched one right before uh our filming and recording so um uh, it's it's great it's you know alternate timeline of you know the russians getting to the moon first and then every season is one decade and you know things happen like right now al gore is actually the president which is weird uh to hear his voice and and you know bitching someone out and at nasa and stuff like that but um it's a great show it's it's getting towards the end hopefully it, it wraps up i don't think they can carry us on anymore and then i'm gonna jump on on lawman and uh watch that because uh that looks like a badass show um other than that i, I mean I, I get home i i throw on sopranos in the background while i'm doing stuff I, you can't go wrong with put, throwing sopranos in the background and uh you oh know. and the new season of fargo that's out is that gonna be uh, with uh chris rock no that's the season before that's what i forgot to also say that's what i've been watching as well it's actually pretty good okay all right so all right, I think it's uh, that time. Gentlemen, it is time to go and watch the rest of the football game while I edit. And um, got anything else to say before you uh, head out of here? No? No, just no? be sure to check out No on the Weekend. Comes out every go. Monday. There you so, go. Monday-ish. Uh, yeah, it's a good show. Me, Sean, uh, we have a repeat guests, uh, Steph and Travis, uh, who you know, oh, designed shit. This lovely thing right here. Uh, I talked to Travis Jose, and he yes. said he's open to designing stuff for you. Um, so uh, it comes with a price, but uh, maybe you get a better deal than I do. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> also check out Ivan's show. Uh, it's another live show on Tuesday at what seven o'clock? You go on seven thirty. Another bear show on the Tape Never Lies Network, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram twitch all the all the above where you can find me uh yeah should be a fun one just talking similar things a lot of coaching questions maybe touch a little bit on the draft and then obviously talk a little more about the uh, upcoming game on sunday against the lions so check me out tomorrow 7 30 another bear show take river lies network amazing amazing jc where can they find you on the x or instagram or whatever you're on uh yeah they can find me on uh x or twitter uh i still say twitter um, yeah it's twitter uh jc dynasty ff um like i said mostly i focus on the rookies for dynasty fantasy football um i like to do a lot of uh tape research and stuff like that that's how i end up with guys like sam laporta and tank dell god rest his soul he's dead to me now unfortunately <laughs> I lost Brian Robinson, Tank Dell, and uh, 
uh, Ramondre Stevenson this week. So anyone out there, pray for me. My fantasy team is falling apart. Didn't you just kick um, my ass? Yeah, I, I scored 270 points and right. still kicked everyone's ass, but... Yeah. Oh, actually, it was you. Yeah, it was. That's what I just said. <laughs> you kicked my ass. All of my players were on buys. Yeah, I, I don't even know. Hold on, let, I want to look up the score. So well, I, I think I scored one hundred and thirty, if that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I lost this week. My team, I, but I had two players on buy. Borrowed time. Uh, hundred. Jose, one hundred and fifty-eight points. Uh, me, two hundred and seventy-nine. Oh yeah, Derek Carr out. Uh, Jonathan Taylor out. Uh, Robinson from the Atlanta. They don't run him. They don't use him correctly. Uh, Michael Pittman went off. Waddle ten points. Uh, Josh Downs. That's I think that's Josh Downs. Yeah, I literally had nobody. Uh, Schultz, my tight end, was uh, zero points. Everybody was either hurt, kicked out of the game, or on a bye. I, I knew I was taking that loss, but I did win five straight. So, to my, I'm in the playoffs. So I'll be all right. Yeah, uh, like I said, I after losing those three, which two of them were in my starting lineup, um, legit, I, I I was almost like, no, this isn't going to happen. Like, no way. I'm, I'm getting my ass kicked. And like I said, then you have Purdy put up 41, McCaffrey 22, Debo Samuel 44, yeah. uh, Nico Collins 35, Sam Laporta 30. So can't complain there. Uh no, no, was, he, he kicked my it was ass. Shocking to, shocking to me because, like I said, after after I lost Tank Dell, I was like, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to think about it. Like I'm, I'm done. Like I'm checked out. <laughs> and then uh, later on, my my brother hit me up. Was like, dude, you still put up 280. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I wish I could put 280 up with my damn team now. All right, uh, let's get out of here. A big thank you to our sponsor, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 at the checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your shirts now. Uh, don't forget to go check out uh, Steven's show. He also no has water guy. on the weekend. Yeah, he has a guy named Sean on it sometimes. I don't know. Um, he's on there. He's on he's there. there. Yeah, he sucks at trivia. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, but uh, this <laughs> week is actually pretty good. Um, and we had some fun. And we had a lot to drink. So awesome. A lot. Yeah. They are available on Monday afternoons. Let's just say that. Monday afternoons. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, let's That's do that. fine. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ronesh Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we're playing on the audio version of today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for your moment merchant gear. Check us out on social media. You can try, find us at TCSF Pod on, on the Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, it's True Chicago Sports Fans. Um, and you can find me off of there. You find me very easily. Uh, if you have an email, a request, uh, you want to hear, we want to hear from you. True Chicago Sports Fans at gmail.com. And for JC, Stevie B, and Ivan, uh, I am Big Z. And we'll see you next time for episode 173. And until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. A few moments later. Wait, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Um, you know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Oh, my goodness! Didn't see that coming! I'm deleting What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos! 
You believe it? That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichokes. Believe the poppers. Thanks, Cobb.